As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Soundcheck, the stories behind the chorus. Welcome to Soundcheck, where we feature all things music. In October, a $70 million performing arts center opened on the campus of Oklahoma State University. It took two and a half years to build and many more years before that in the planning phase. The first performance at the new McKnight Center was New York Philharmonic with Broadway star Kelly O'Hara. O'Hara is an Oklahoma native and she went to school at Oklahoma City University's School of Music. She's a Tony Award winning actress with credits in film and television as well. We sat down with the actress and singer ahead of her concert last month to talk about her career and what delicious dish she misses from this great state. First time in the McKnight Center, right? Well, actually it's not. I came to tour it during construction uh, with my parents last, I guess it was last fall we came to a game and uh, I'm from Oklahoma, so yeah. <laughs> so uh, we came and toured it and it was, it's unbelievable to see the transformation from when I walked in the, the dusty, you know, kind of cavernous space before and now it's just this beautiful warm thing, so. Yeah, I was going to ask you what your first impression was. <laughs> oh, it's just state of the art. It's really, I mean, I've seen a lot of halls yeah. <laughs> in my life around this country, and uh, this is just gorgeous. We got a little sneak preview of what to expect tonight mm -hmm. um, and Sunday. So just kind of give our viewers just a, a glimpse of what can we expect as far as the performances go. Well, you know, this is going to be, this isn't your... Um, rock and roll or country western concert or even musical theater concert. This is um, classical, beautiful uh, music. This Philharmonic is the best orchestra in the country and perfectly played, uh, extraordinary. I've just been listening just now and um, the precision with which they play is um, like nothing we've ever heard, you know, it's just extraordinary. And so they're gonna do a, a full program of songs they've chosen just for the specific opening. And, um, and the barber happens to be part of that, which is what I'm singing. It's only about a 15 minute piece, but it's a nostalgic, wonderful piece written by Samuel Barber and a J James Agee uh, book, which talks about summertime in the old south uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, lying on quilts in the grass with your parents, uh, watching the streetcars or the horse and buggies go by, and and being a kid and not really knowing what the adults are saying, but but feeling somehow safe by it. Um, so it's it's a favorite piece of mine, and I think people will really kind of lean into it and enjoy it here. Sounds like a very warm song, like it's reminisce. Warm. Yeah, very reminiscent. And um, I think a lot when I'm singing it, even though I'm from Oklahoma, I think a lot about my own parents, about summers here. Um, you know, like Fourth of July's or something, it kind of harkens back to that for me. And so it's always, even when we performed it in New York City, it felt like home to me. So it's interesting to do it here. Speaking of home, how often do you get to come home? You're from Elk City and then you went to Deer Creek, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And then Oklahoma City University. Um, how often do you get to come back to Oklahoma from New York? You'd be surprised how often. <laughs> we, we try to get back as much as possible. My parents come up to see me. Um, and when we do, we, we sometimes come see a game because my parents come to all the games. Uh, my brother and sister both went here. My dad went here. 
my cousins, my nieces and nephews have gone here, um, or are still going, one's still here. So it's, um, we try to get back as much as we can. I want my kids to, to come and go to the farm and uh, be with my dad and see all that, and it's a very different life than Connecticut, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's important to me. Um, and you're going to be speaking to a master class as well in just a, in just a little while. What do you tell aspiring performers? Um, you know, I'm, I can only imagine how difficult it is to break into Broadway. I, yes, it is. Um, I think if I had known more, I might not have ever tried. You know, I was pretty naive when I went up there 20 years ago. Um, I always, I often tell people that there are a lot of rules with everything. People try to tell you exactly how to do something or how to be or what to do. And as, as I've seen over and over again, it's the differences that actually get the door open. It's the things that make you different. It's the things that are not the rule that actually, especially in the arts, it's, it's having your own voice, your own uh, statement. And coming in, you know, I came in, I didn't have all the right things. I didn't do everything perfectly because I didn't know. Um, and somehow that seemed to open doors for me. It was, it was different and fresh, I think. So um, I tell students just to be who they are, you know, and not try to be something else. Do you think your, the Oklahoma roots helped you to, oh, yeah. to set you apart? Yeah, I mean, I, there's a couple of things that I'm really grateful for as I, as I live my life. I know that I work really hard and sometimes I wish I didn't work, so sometimes I wish I could just relax, but um, I was taught that here. I was taught hard work through uh, my, my parents, um, sports, uh, teamwork. You know, it's not a solo business. Uh, people think of our art as a solo kind of, I mean, I'm the soloist tonight. It, there's, it has nothing to do with being by yourself. It has to do with team. Um, I make this music with these instrumentalists, with this conductor, Jaap von Sweden, and I, I rehearse with my coach, and I, I make my life with my family. Everything is teamwork, and I, I learned that here. Um, and so I think when we don't, when we aren't around it all the time, say the kids who grow up in New York and, and around New York, we actually kind of dream bigger because mm. we're farther away. We, um, we fantasize differently because we don't really have the reality in front of us, so we make it what we want it to be. And when you do that, you create a version for yourself that you go after as opposed to just seeing what's there. You actually build it for yourself and you can make it larger than life. And I think that's what I did. Whenever I lived in New York, there, I would come back to Oklahoma and I would crave certain foods that I could not oh, get absolutely. here. <laughs> what is the one thing that you're like, oh my gosh, I need some whatever it might well, be? Well, let's see, it's changed over the years. I'll give you, right in the beginning, it was a can of Rotel. <laughs> Green chilies and tomatoes so I could make dip, you know. Um, <laughs> some Velveeta. Or Ted's, or and totally. You could, in fact, my mom came to town one time and she was going to make something and she went to the grocery store and she asked somebody for help and she heard them whispering later, that woman just asked for Velveeta. <laughs> As if it was such a horrible thing. I said, dang right she did. Um, so, yeah, now it's more um, my mom's cooking. You know, now as I get older, it's the nostalgic uh, sit down with the family, the meal that we're having, the turkey and dressing that she makes. So um, we try to get home for that because otherwise, man, I, I dream about it. <laughs> what? They don't have white gravy? They don't have gravy. They don't put gravy on things. Come on, I white gravy and biscuits. I, you know? see, I mean, it goes hand in hand. Mine no. was uh, Brahms and um, Bra Johnny's oh, Burger. Oh, I'm sorry that you, shoot, I have to say this. Just my parents, before, when you could still come on the plane with liquids and stuff, my parents uh, put Brahms chocolate ice cream on dry ice 
and carried it on the plane. Two gallons of it for me because I missed Brahms chocolate ice cream so much. It was my favorite. So my first year there, as a surprise for my, my birthday, they brought me Brahms ice cream. They love you. So that's what I'm saying. Brahms is a, actually a really good example. Yeah, chocolate. Oh, man. It's, it's, Brahms is the best one. The world's missing out without the Brahms. <laughs> yeah. And for more podcasts, you can visit kfor.com slash podcasts. See you next time.